What's up, guys? It's your boy, Jonah, bringing you guys another episode of Dear FBI Agent. Today, we're going to bring you guys some very special guests with some surprising twists halfway through. Well, that was, I hated that. I'm sorry. You were probably conjuring as much as I was just now. Just trying something new. You know, season two. What's going to happen? It's wacky. We don't know. Enjoy this episode. It was quite an experience for everyone around. Music, take it away. Bonjour, monsieur. How are we doing? You know, honestly, I started today at now almost two hours ago, ready and excited to record a new episode of the podcast. But it has been an hour and 47 minutes since we had originally planned to start recording this. So I am naturally a little pissed off. At me or the system? <laughs> kind of both. Can you hear me really loudly through the mic now? Stop. Stop. <laughs> I don't, that caused so much unnecessary issues. And I'm just happy it sounds good. I wish we could have started a lot earlier, but we're here now. Remember where that is. Memorize the length from your mouth that your mic is because we have mics now. Mori Povich dropped them off. Alex Tudorenko got us mics. So our hearts go out to the man for his efforts. He got him for our birthdays, actually, for Jonah's birthday and my birthday. I forgot to tell you, uh, he got it as a birthday present to you as well. Very, very thoughtful of him. Moving on to my uh, testicular exam that I recently got. Just the f- stop. Why? Well, here's the thing. I went to the doctor's office. No, I'm not asking for context. I'm asking you to stop the story. Uh, no can do, uh, my brother. What did I say about like, you know, regular conversation topics about regular things that happen and like, you know, clean, PG, not gross. So I went to the doctor um, on Wednesday. I think it was Wednesday. Uh, you know how you get your regular old... Uh, sorry, what? You, get, you know how you, regular old full body exam... What did you just say? Regular. 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 Reg. Reg. You. You. Lur. Lur. Reg you. Reg you. You lur. You lur. Regular. Regular. Proceed. So I got you know a regular old testicular exam, um, and I got it. Uh, by the doctor. It was a w- female doctor, actually. So it made everything uncomfortable because, you know, if I had gotten a boner, that would have been a yikes. I hope you're joking. Um, so on, on the left testicle, she, she found a slight Guys, bump. I'm, I'm so sorry. She found a slight bump, right? <laughs> and she was like, she get this checked out. And proceeded to like tell me, can you feel this? Can you feel this while feeling it? Stop. Like, I don't like the, no, no, I don't want to talk about this. 
she kept feeling it, like saying, okay, do you feel it? Do you feel it? And do I you want to... this on the internet? She, she went in to have me feel it. And I went in to feel it. And I found a slight bump. Two days later, I went to an ultrasound to get it checked out. For those who don't know an ultra, what an ultrasound is, I don't really know what it is either. So we're in the same boat. But basically, you get a bunch of slathery jelly just slathered over you on, on, on the area that is being examined. And that area is examined because somehow the gel helps it to become more clear for the doctors to... You do know who listens to this, right? To find what they're looking for. And everything came back normal. No major issues, just a cyst. It was a cyst? Yeah, no, it's, a, it's like a minor cyst. It doesn't do anything. You know how like they pop cysts, right? Back in the day, the way they used to handle cysts, if it was like on your, you know, wherever it is on your body, the doctor would take like a fat textbook and just whack it and it pops. And I that, so want that to happen to you. <laughs> That's evil. That's an evil thought. <laughs> oh my God. Um, to pop your testicular cyst. Yeah. So no major issues. All this is good. fucking gross. You know what's fucking gross? The fact that it is your birthday today, but you don't want us to celebrate it. Why did you out the day we're recording this? Shows us how shows them how unprepared we are for this week. Hold on, just just one second. <clears throat> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Gator, Joner, Joner Sinlin. Happy birthday to you. Scat solo. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Gator. Happy birthday to you, Trumpet. Percussion. Bass. Boom, 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 boom. Happy birthday to you. Chorus. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jonah. Happy birthday to you. Clarinet. That's not how a clarinet Shut the fuck. Stop talking. Okay. That was a lot. Yeah. Really unnecessary. If you, again, remember from two weeks ago, I talked about how I would either cry or run out of the room any time someone sang that song to me. So, um, thank you. So, Jonah, yeah. I'm looking at this old calendar of mine, and it seems to me you are less than a week away from leaving Skokie, Illinois, for Peoria, Illinois. Thank you for giving out our current location and the location I will be moving to away on the internet. But yes, I will be going to Bradley. How goes that emotional transition in your mind of going to college? On um, similar um, topics of emotionally unhealthiness, I am completely 100% indifferent. And I think that's still during the fact that I have lost any ability to like access emotion since March 12th. Like I should have talked to someone or like, you know, like gotten through that.
like because there was just so much and i've just like sat with myself <laughs> since march why are we why are we so dark already i don't i don't like this well i asked the question and you made it dark well whatever well it's a, it was a, you know the answer to the question well i wanted the viewers to know the answer again to the question. they aren't viewers they're listeners yeah you're gonna keep in that silence there so they know how long you need to figure out the right word i need a good guest today i need a good guest to lift my spirits I know you wanted me to, I, I know you thought in your head that would be a perfect uh, transition into the Damn guest. Damn it. Damn it, Louis. <laughs> I know that you thought that would be a perfect transition into the guest, but we it have a It really bit, was. It was really good. I was going to, you know, talk a little bit about how I'm feeling too. Tell me how you feel. As you know, I'm actually terrified. I'm actually not excited. What's to, what's to be excited about? It's your... You're going off to college and, and oh God knows what terrifying time. And with no, with no support, you're being thrown into 12 feet deep water with no one to guide you how to swim. And yet you're supposed to figure it out. This is the world the boomers have created for us. A world where there's a virus, there's a terrible president, there's no support to guide you through the quest. And you are literally thrown into the deep end to try to tread water. The kids, kids are going to get the brunt of this because the public school kids are going to go back to school without a plan and the kids are going to go to college. Well, no, yeah, we're going to have a wave of kids that like, you know, don't know how to read or don't know how to do certain, you know, math skills or don't know how to write certain papers and stuff like that. And, you know, whose fault is that? It certainly ain't our generation. Well, um, yeah, we were the ones shafted. Yeah, we were the ones shafted. So, you know, everyone asks, you know, Oh, man, aren't you getting excited for college? Wow. Wow, that must be exciting. Are you getting excited? Wow. And the way I respond in my mind is like, do you know what's going on right now? I, I, I'm kind of depressed about the, the transition and it's going to be quiet and there's not going to be a ton of people to meet for a while. You know, like, are you kidding me? Do you hear yourself? They remember when they went to college, right? These old people who ask me this. And they went to college in a normal time when it wasn't a virus. And so when they ask me, they're like, wow, excited? Jeez, that must be exciting. And I'm like, nah, not really. And that's, it's okay to feel indifferent. It's okay to feel what you're feeling. I feel the indifference. So here's the thing. Yeah. Um, and I'm not stopping your role here. I'm looking at the clock. And based off of the time we started, um, this quote, quote, intro bit that we're doing right now is almost at 20 minutes. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we got really great guests coming on. Some of the funniest people we know. One of them is a saxophone player in jazz band. Um, why, does, why is your go-to, again, you're describing people just by like instruments. That you were you were good with the, the you know talking about their sense of humor like that was good then you started talking about what they do and again we will get into that and you know people don't need to know that already chris actually is like super good at trumpet made ilmea twice i think now okay so now you're just name dropping again that's that's my job oops but um also again oh. you're, just saying, you're just talking about music and we're gonna we're gonna talk about that later anyway um great people 
this super blonde one of them is okay okay we're gonna we're gonna work on this for the future you're gonna practice beforehand before like you know you know the people you know the next couple people we have coming up just practice what you're gonna say for them it is my honor and privilege to welcome these two fine gentlemen to our podcast ladies and gentlemen chris sayuni and kyler landry chris kyler oh no no (laughs) no Before we get into this interview, um, I'm here with Kyler and Chris right now. Uh, we have ske- we rescheduled this meeting to another time because series of complications, and then after two reschedules, we've come to recording. And Louis is sleeping. We think I think he has not answered any of our calls, and I left him some tasteful messages. But right now, it's just me and Chris and Kyler. So we're just going to do this without him. See how it goes. Chris and Kyle, how are we doing today? You do well. I'm doing pretty good, gotta say. I am glad to hear it. So we will, I guess I will jump right into things. I'm sure if you may or may not listen, we ask the same question to everyone in the beginning. I would like to know, and you can say, you can answer this about Louis, even though he's not here. Uh, When's the first time you guys met us and what were your initial thoughts and reactions? We can start with Chris. All right, let's see. Starting with you, the first time I met you was jazz band freshman year. And my initial thoughts were, wow, you look like this other guy I know. Oh, <laughs> Who, uh, <laughs> who's the other guy? I don't remember his name, but I remember his face because it looked like yours. Great. Thank you. Was it a good association or a bad association? Like, What kind of guy was this person? Uh, I think good. I mean, I didn't even know the other guy that well, to be honest, but yeah. Maybe you just saw me once, and that was me. You know, like that. that is entirely possible. Yeah. And then the first time you met Louie. First time I met Louie probably would have been at McCracken in band. And my first impression of him was, wow, this guy knows a lot about history and politics and whatnot. He does know a lot about history, politics, and whatnot. Especially the whatnot. I also knew Louis when I was in middle school, but I never actually talked to him. He was just the first chair clarinet in band, and that is all he was to me up until about sophomore year when we started talking more. You know, we started making inside jokes with each other and such. You know, every time he sees me, he goes, Kyler! And I go, Louis! <laughs> and that is pretty much the only interaction we have. And same as Chris, I, the first time, I met you, Jonah, was in freshman jazz band. Uh, and when I saw you, I was like, man, there's a handsome guy right there. Oh, well, thank you. And I also well, thought that you looked like a really cool person. So I wanted to try and be your friend. Well, thank you, Kyler. When you be proud of your appearance, Jonah. Oh, you should. <laughs> I will. Both, both first impressions were appearance based. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Uh, when did you two meet? Like, did you guys go to the same uh, elementary school as well as middle school? Yeah, I want to. No, I want to say seventh grade. Yeah, I moved um, to Skokie in sixth grade, but I never actually like talked to Chris until we were in the same band together. Yeah, even then, we didn't really talk that much. But um, freshman year is when we actually got like pretty close. Yes, we were... hello. My, my earliest memory of Kyler is pulling a chair out from under him when he tried to sit down in homeroom at the Kraken. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> I'm sorry about that, but it was hilarious. It was pretty funny, I will not lie. 
<laughs> All right, let's see here. This is beautiful. Okay. Usually this is when Louis would say something. So well, with um, jazz band, we kind of branched out recently in the last year to our wonderful combo. And I was wondering, if Chris, if you could talk about um, what, what combo means to you and tell the audience about some of the names that we went through and some of the experiences that we shared <laughs> with combo. Because I feel like you oh, could elaborate this and articulate very well. Combo? I think in the end was a success. It was a lot of fun. Mainly, let's see, what were the two big successes? The block party and uh, and what was that? And the jazz festival we went to. Jazz in the meadows. Yeah. However, there was a tumultuous period in the middle where we like could not find <laughs> yeah. a time to rehearse for our lives. You know. But let's see. I don't know. It was really. It was nice because it was like, you know, it's like enough of music like through school and stuff and like official. And this was just like, hey, let's as friends just like get together and have some fun making music. And it was like really chill. There wasn't a lot of pressure. It was really nice. And that block party was hell of a time. Talk about some of the names of our combo. Oh, yeah. The names. I was trying to remember what the second part of the question was. Well, I'll just rattle them off. Peanut butter and jams. The, the bluesberries. Cucumbers with instruments. My personal favorite. Suspender disbelief. We had suspenders. The veggie scales um, algorithm. The Niles North Jazz combo. Many Am I forgetting name. any? I I think that was I I don't remember blueberries. That was that was kind of that was a good. That name. was a very brief name. Yeah, but yeah. So and Garrett will take over for me this year if it's still happening. Uh, if I can get us any gigs, yeah, that is the plan. Obviously, um, these, these past couple months have been very crazy for everyone and our next few talking points will be about that uh, do you think you guys can go through a daily life in quarantine for each of you because at least for me the days are very repetitive and not very interesting <laughs> so you just talk about a day are repetitive. really covers the past you know half year so chris what you've been doing this whole time all right well my typical day i'll wake up at like eight thirty or 9 kind of Wake up, eat some breakfast, and then I'll usually sit down with a good book and a cup of coffee, like an old person. But I like it. I've gotten back into reading, which is nice. That's um, good. After that, I'll usually some, okay, when I say workout, I mean like, we're not talking anything intense here. This is like just to wake up, nothing serious. Um, then I will definitely do like some, now it's like there's no order at this point. I'll just kind of do things as they come. Uh, definitely do some stuff with like music, whether it's like listening to some new artists, uh, playing some music. I've done a little bit of like arranging and composing, but not that much. I'll try and hang out with some people, you know. Well, of course, I didn't really do that in the beginning of quarantine because like, you know, it was like quarantine. Right. <laughs> and then most days I've got work, which takes up like most of the day. Where are you at? Chick-fil-A. On Skokie Boulevard? Yeah. Nice. The one that's always crazy busy. What do you do there? Yeah, I'm a team teams. member. What, what the is most that? specific job description. <laughs> what does that mean? Um, I don't know. I'm like your, your general employee. I mean, I basically do all the basic stuff. I take people's orders. I make like, you know, I bag everything. And then like run out people's orders. It, it's really not nothing special. And then at night, I'll get home and I'll like, I don't know, watch a movie or something. I probably watched more new movies during quarantine than I have in like my entire life. What else are you going to do? Yeah, you know. That's a swell day. Thank you. Out. 
Uh, pretty similar to Chris. Why I can't speak this morning. Um, I also spend most of my time at work. Though, unlike Chris, I would usually wake up at noon or one because I am lazy. And you're at McDonald's? Yes. Morning girl at McDonald's. But yeah, when I'm not working, I, I work there pretty much every day. I only have two days um, off. And usually on those days off, I'd either hang out with my family or with my girlfriend. But you know, now that school has started, that really is not an option anymore. I am doing school stuff and then working, and that is about it. But I have actually recently started hanging out with uh, Chris a lot more. Oh. Yesterday we played Frolf. We did play Frolf. It what was is supposed to be Frolf? Go, go for a swim. Frisbee golf. Oh. Yeah, and that that was quite fun, even though I did have to leave pretty early to go to work. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much been the same thing day in, day out. I have also been doing a lot with music um, not so much with my own instruments but i've done a lot of music composition over the summer uh, uh, you and i actually worked on something together yes, we Jonah, did. which was pretty fun still probably one of my better songs i'd say you, the stuff that you've shown me so far is pretty good uh, thank you digging what you're making. actually this is interesting my grandpa on my mom's side uh, commissioned uh, me to write a piece for him he recently, my grandma died back in like March, and he wrote a song about her, just you know, with guitar and his voice. And he wanted me to turn it into a full fledged, you know, song with like piano and bass and guitar and wow. drums and everything. So, yeah, um, and I'm trying to work on getting that actually like all put together and released. That's great. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty exciting for me. Tyler well, just mentioned that, you know, now we're, you guys are back in school, quote, quote. With uh, your senior year, do you guys want to talk about if you can really tell how it's going? I know you've only had two days. Of what your thoughts are about you know what the senior year might be? Uh, okay. Total honesty, I hate it. I hate online school so much. I can't stand it. After like after sitting on Zoom for you know three hours straight with like a five ten minute break between each one, I just feel like like my brain has been fried or something, and I can't do anything. For hours. Yeah, it's really sucky. <laughs> uh, I mean, to me, it honestly just feels like it's still summer, except I have to, like, go to these Zooms. Um, I do have to agree with Chris on the whole, like, being completely drained by Zoom yeah. meetings. I find it extremely hard to focus, you know, on school when I am in a Zoom meeting. So I did, I actually did take advantage of this independent work day for a little bit and got some good work done on the assignments that I was given, which... <laughs> I actually prefer something like this where um, we just have to finish things based off of like our own time and what they want us to do, you know, more independent. Mm -hmm. uh, but I do have to say it is pretty annoying. Uh, Chris can vouch for me here in our ninth period class. I have never had an issue with any of my teachers. The oh. fact that I do not have a camera on my desktop computer, but then... In my ninth period class, Miss Ordonez really was not happy about the fact that she could only see my profile picture and demanded that I show my face. Well, now that you guys are seniors, I'm sure college has been at least hopefully a thought in your heads. And if it is a thought, do you guys want to tell us what you guys are thinking of doing or where you want to go? If you have put any thoughts in. Yeah, I, um, my parents have been really on my case about college. Uh, so I have quite a few places picked out. I think my top one right now is Kalamazoo. Want to major in music ed, 
and uh, the schools in the Midwest are pretty good for your music just in general. Um, and I like Kalamazoo. I like the name. For that, that's what drew me in. But, uh, I actually like the name. Yeah, I actually do like the school. I'm hoping that I can get in there uh, so I can become a band director in my future career. What you drinking there? Uh, water. Louis usually drinks on this. Sorry to disappoint. Give him the shit. Because he makes a big He makes a huge ordeal out of it. Just the slurps and us thrusting the cup back down the table. <laughs> Whatever. Chris, college. What's up? All right, college. I am thinking about probably U of I. Honestly, not for any reason in particular other than that. It's like just a regular school that's like moderately close but not too close. I'm actually thinking, yeah, I'm maybe thinking of doing a gap year contingent on if corona is still happening. Honestly, I don't want to do freshman year online. And I mean, we all have our fingers crossed that like this will be done by next year. But who knows on the off chance that you know, next year is online too. I'll probably just try and work through the year, save up some money. Cause like, honestly, I don't see a point in spending all that money for Zoom calls and online textbooks, you know. I don't really know what I want to study at all. Um, you don't have to. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I can't really speak anymore to that because I have no clue. But hey. Okay. I'm very excited for this next talking point. Oh, boy. This is mainly a question for Chris, but Tyler, if you want to jump in, you are more than happy to jump in on this discussion. I want, Chris, I want you to tell people what Kuno is, <laughs> because everyone should know about it. I'm, and I would like you to, in addition to that, talk about some of your favorite games and rules that you have played. Jonah, I can't thank you enough for asking that question. I'm very excited to talk about this. Kuno. Well... For all of you listeners, I want you to imagine the most fun you've ever had in your life. And then, double that. That's right. Oh. That's what we're talking about with Bruno. I know, I know. It's a lot to take in. Bruno <laughs> is short for Chris's Uno. Me, Chris. Well, it's, the rules are pretty simple. It's Uno. But whenever you play a wild card, you get to invent a rule. So, it, I, you can imagine it gets pretty wild pretty fast. My personal favorite rules are you have to narrate everything you do in the third person. So it'd be like, Chris plays a green three. Chris sneezes. Chris, you know, plays a four. Chris gets up and goes to the bathroom. Whatever, you know? I also like the rule, you're not allowed to make eye contact with the person you're speaking to. You have to look at someone else. <laughs> That's a fun one, because it's pretty darn impossible to actually like do successfully for any long period of time. And what happens with fun. a violation of a rule? Well, you draw a card. And as you can imagine, that you get a lot of cards in hand. I also like just banning a, a, uh, an entire color. Like, you can no longer play yellow cards. And that's, that's just it. You just can't play them. Oh, a fun one I did one time was, uh, don't worry, this was, this was all men we were playing with, was that every time a uh, the switch the direction cards is played, Instead of switching the direction, we all took off our top article of clothing and moved it to the left. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I do I have only played one legit game of Kruno and that was at uh that was at Jasmine Meadows this year. Oh yeah, that was a good that was, one. That was fun. We did um some loud shouting, some dance breaks, some um musical chairs. Tyler, you have any good memories with Kruno? I was introduced to Kruno after the people who went to Disney World came back 
I had to say it was probably one of the most frustrating experiences in my life playing Gruno for the first time because Chris would make up some crazy bullshit rule when I was about to win. Um, I think my favorite rule that was made is just one person in particular cannot win the game because it really... <laughs> it, it has happened before and it really is not a fun time. But um, I actually, Chris, I took Kruno into my own household and played with my family. See, this is what I love about Kruno is my my vision is that by the time I'm an adult, the entire world is playing Kruno. That would be a good world to look at. That, that would be something. But yeah. See, about the the rules that someone can't win, I never make those rules because I understand that that is kind of going a little too far. But I mean, hey, I mean, I, I can't. I can't limit people's creativity, you know? Right, the sky's the limit. I can't remember a time I've laughed that hard playing a game. It was just a great experience that I got to share with my jazz band people and the one girl who would follow us around. Oh, yeah, that... Oh, yeah. She was a person. She was. She was a person. I like your description. Thank you. I like your description of me from earlier. Oh, yeah. Okay. Louie had a question here. I'll ask it. Um, I don't really understand. I, mean, I won't understand it. Louie asks what each of your favorite middle school symphonic band memories were with Mr. DeStefano. I think my favorite Mr. D moment is when he made a symphonic band Clash Royale tournament. Oh my god, I was going to say the exact same thing. <laughs> that was extremely fun. Uh, back when you know everybody was playing Clash Royale, he got a tournament going and we all played to see who was the best in the a Kraken Symphonic Band. Wow. I took a cool eighth place in the tournament. Not bad. Um, but the funny thing was that even though Mr. Stefano was better than all of us at the game, he actually did not win the tournament. He was in second place. Oh. He was beaten by a seventh grader. Who would be me? Oh, really? Wow. Probably my proudest moment from middle school. I felt a little bad about beating Mr. D at Clash Royale, but... It was very impressive. They were on a whole other level of intelligence and strategy that I... Could not match. I used to dapper in the Clash Royale back in the day. What were you rocking with? If you, you don't, definitely don't remember. Okay, really cool. S sadly, I do. Oh, you do remember? <laughs> I do remember the exact deck I used because that game was too big a part of my life. Please, spill your secret. It, it was a Three Musketeers cycle deck. You split the two in the back, then you put the knight in front of the one. It worked every time. I uh, I also dabbled with that, but my main deck was a Elite Barbs and Hog Rider cycle. Wow, cheater. Elite Barbs. They're bad. Do you guys think so far... Well, this is kind of related to the question I asked earlier. Um, for Chris... Well, this is another Louis question, and we split it up between the two of you guys. Uh, for Chris, your favorite band concert, and for Kyler, your favorite theater show. Uh, my favorite band concert was probably the one eighth grade um, year. Wait, from the Kraken or just any band concert? Any probably, concert. He said so far, so probably any band concert. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to say, yeah, I'm still going to go with eighth grade year of a Kraken. We had our band concert that was a joint concert with the um, Japanese school. Mm, oh, wow. And that was such a cool experience. Honestly, they were like way better than us. <laughs> But I don't know. It's like they say music is like the universal language and it's like kind of a cliche. But then, you know, you get it together with a bunch of kids that don't speak English too well. And it's like, whoa, it actually kind of is the universal language because like, you know, kind of connected with them. I had the fattest crush on the first chair alto saxophone from 
that school. She was so cute. Cool. Got <laughs> um, I'm torn right now uh, because freshman year was my peak year for theater. Um, right? It was all downhill from there. But I, I'm in between Arms of the Men and In the Heights because, well, In the Heights was probably a better experience um, on a show for me. Arms of the Men was like my first high school theater experience, and it was very, very good. But I think between the two, I'd have to go with Arms of the Men because uh, I got a pretty big role in that, especially for a freshman. And this is another very nice memory. Um, during the Saturday night show, uh, I delivered one of my jokes so well that I got a round of applause from the audience in the middle of the show. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, it was, uh, it was a very nice moment, and it made me think that I wanted to do high school theater. Fortunately, that was not the path that I went down. But it was, it was a very fun year for theater, and that was probably one of my favorite shows that I've ever done. I'm going to sit here in a couple seconds of silence just to figure out what I want to do next, because the movie's not here. Um, he said we. He gave me the op. What did he say? He said that he said if you're recording with them right now, that's fine. Do it without me. You got it. But I do want to teach you how to edit. Oh damn! That might not be good. I'm really bad with technology. So we'll figure that out. He doesn't because I I was supposed to download the recording software that he has and I didn't do it. Um, but so. You guys have been listening to Voice Memos on iPhone. Sponsored by Voice Memos on iPhone. Well, unless y'all got anything else, you guys, questions for each other. It's been a pleasure having you here, first of all. Thank you, Cameron. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. <laughs> um, I don't think I have anything. Yeah, I'll do a Louis impression. That was spot on. That was... <laughs> <laughs> just as annoying and irritable as the real thing. Well, this has definitely been an experience for me doing my own little show here. Thank you very much for coming. I'm sure we were we were both very excited <laughs> to do this. You guys are very, very funny people. Love to talk to you guys. Um, but yeah, thanks for coming. Yeah, sure thing. Anytime. My tummy is a rumbling, so I'm going to go eat some food. What you mean? Oh, you're gonna go eat some food? Yes, I do. I didn't know if you were gonna. Um, uh, Chris, have you eaten yet? It's kind of weird that uh, Kyler and I are gonna go eat some food after this. Oh yeah, you wanna come with? So you wanna come with? Sure. Okay. Cool. All right. I'll see you then. Well, I'll end the recording and then we can. Don't leave yet. Okay. Hold on. Pretend like we're leaving. Bye. 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 Hey guys, it's me, uh, Louis. Here's the thing, I wasn't there today. My sincerest apologies. Here's, here's what went down, okay? Number one, I did not set my alarm, as I promised myself I would do. Number two, we were saying goodbye to our dog, Bailey, because um, we, uh, it was just too much stress for people. And we had to send him, send him back to the rover rescue place where we got him. So on a more serious note, that was pretty tough to do. I did I have a little breakdown afterwards and was in no shape to record at that point. So that's the, uh, that's the reason really why I wasn't there. Uh, what's, it, what's it like to be the FBI agent? I don't know.
I don't know. Uh, uh, Robert, uh, what do you do? I don't know. Robert, what, what do you think about that name, listeners? I think it's too white. I think we gotta. I think we gotta get better. Anyway, I would just like to say, never gonna happen again. You can count on me, listeners. I think it would be only fitting and right if I was to say to our Lord, our man above, dear FBI agent, I'm sorry uh, for missing the recording. I mean, all right, should we uh, count us off? I'll do it, I think, because I, I think I can do it. One, two, ready, go. Dear FBI agent, I'm sorry. Well, I think I was that was pretty good, considering that there's only one person there. It was a pretty good interview, uh, Chris and Kyler. I listened to it. Pretty well conducted. If you're wondering why there seems to be some rookie editing mistakes here made, um, I taught Jonah how to edit for the first time, so he actually edited this episode. Not to throw him under the bus, but he well, he did pretty good for the first time, I have to say. Um, probably better than I did the first time, but there were some uh, rookie mistakes that I, I noticed. So if you're wondering why it sounds a little bit less polished, it was it was Jonah, not me. So your complaints can be directed to his phone number, which I will not say, or his email, which I will also not say. You'll have to figure that out from other information. We'll see you next week for Mr. Michael Mailman. That's right. I said it. Mr. Michael Mailman is going to be our next special guests. Put your seatbelt on, click it or tick it, because you're going to want to bust out of your seat and cheer for this man. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week. Music, take us home. <laughs>